Hey marketers, if you want to get the latest news, trends, and insights in marketing, advertising, and tech, check out the Adweek Podcast Network. Learn from leading voices across media and marketing with original shows like Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, Marketing Vanguard, and Tech Magic with Kathy Hackle. Start listening now by searching Adweek wherever you listen to podcasts. My dad works in B2B marketing. He came by my school for career day and said he was a big ROAS man. Then he told everyone how much he loved calculating his return on ad spend. My friends still laugh at me to this day. Not everyone gets B2B, but with LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people who do. Get $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash generate to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash generate. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. Welcome to this bonus episode of Yeah, That's Probably an Ad. I'm Ko Im, your co-host or single host, the department's editor at Adweek, and we are joined the morning after the Super Bowl by Cameron Smith, VP of Revenue Strategy at Giphy, and Jason Masante, Global CCO at Huge. Thank you both for being with us the morning after the big game. How are you guys this morning? Phenomenal. How are you doing? Phenomenal. Good. Too much pizza last night, but hanging in there. (laughs) And there was a lot of screen time. We were watching the game. We were watching the commercials. We were watching our mobile screens. We were doing multi-screen environments. Um, And we were giving a lot, Cam. Yeah, uh, it was it was actually a really great night for us. Um, just from the Giphy standpoint, we had folks on the ground who are live giving the event, um, and from an advertising standpoint, we had a few of our biggest advertisers on the platform live. Yeah, uh, one of our busiest people in our war room last night was Diana McDougall, art director, um, who had to be in charge of kind of putting all the gifts and the ads in real time together. And we know that people like to share those as you know capturing the emotions of a play or really just because a scene is really great from an ad one of the um brands was mountain dew and they specifically shot and worked with you uh to create gifable moments can you tell us a little bit about that totally um mountain dew is no stranger to giphy we've been working with them for a long time and when they were making their uh, their tv spot which was brian cranston and tracy ellis ross recreating scenes from the shining um they worked with us for with our creative best practices that we've developed with them to actually shoot gift scenes while they were making their creative um those then got distributed across giphy which really allowed them to get kind of incremental reach and audience with these bite-sized pieces. Yeah. And what are some of those general creative best practices? I imagine for Mountain Dew specifically, um, there might be some, um, you know, other like distinct points to think about, but what are some general best practices? 
Overall, the, the reason people use Giphy is to find a piece of creative that they can take and share in a messaging context. So the best practices are really around like what is a piece of content that someone is going to want to share. And so those are highly visual, single hit moments um, that feature something that people can recognize. And the gifts that we created with Mountain Dew did exactly that. They're really, really good. What were some of the the scenes that um, were very popular instantly or even leading up to the game since we saw a little bit of a teaser? Yeah, um, the the whoosh of Mountain Dew Zero going down the hallway is is really great. The uh, Brian Cranston face coming through the door was also (laughs) super gnarly and creepy, but really, really good. Yeah, um, and Tracy Ellis Ross kind of yeah. hacking at the Mountain Two Zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, you know, Super Bowl is a big sports marketing moment. Um, what are what's another takeaway you know for brands looking at temple moments and and finding those kind of social gifable moments? I mean, I think that the biggest thing that that Giphy offers is that our platform and our platform for marketers specifically is in a largely non-commoditized space, which is messaging. Um, During the Super Bowl, there is a lot of brand messaging trying to get out there and rising above that clutter is really difficult. So what they have found success with us is, is extending their message to get incremental reach and just more touch points with the users. Um, That combined with what I was just talking about of, you know, it has to be something that people want to use in a conversation. It's something people want to share. Those are the two biggest takeaways we've found. Yeah, and also, to your point, to think super visually. Yeah. And the timing, right? Because yeah. GIFs can't be too long. Yeah, a TV spot has a lot of notes, right? A GIF has to have one note. And so making sure you construct your creative so that you can identify those one notes that people will be hyped on is, is what makes success. Great. Um, what's the next big event that you guys are kind of really preparing and rallying for? Uh, well, probably the Oscars from an editorial perspective um, and then coming up into, you know, March Madness from a um, marketing perspective. Yeah, sports is sports huge. Sports is huge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Cam, thank you so much. My pleasure. Uh, we're going to switch gears and talk about tone on Twitter and brand voice with Jason. Jason, you had a long night as well. You were uh, one of or the voice behind Pantone's um, color commentary on social media. Can you tell us about um, how you worked together as um, an agency? Sure, yeah. I mean, it was a whole crew uh, helping us to make that happen. Really nice to wake up this morning and see that uh, Twitter had kind of given us as an, a nod as one of the top seven uh, voices during the game um, in kind of their polling. Uh, not an easy thing to do, to break through. And I think that's the theme here, right? Um, more and more brands are trying to capitalize on this one moment where they have all the eyeballs on the screen. There's so few of those happening anymore. So all brands kind of rush to this moment. I think it's a real interesting thing to think about how we break through, how we're going to you know, deliver real engagement uh, with consumers and deliver our brands what they're looking for, you know, to the Giphy comment, quick, bite-sized, digestible, you know, it, that that's one way to do it. I think the, the takeaway from last night for us is um, creating um, authentic 
uh, ways and fresh ways that are kind of a little bit unexpected uh, for people to engage, specifically for Pantone, um, not having ever done a Super Bowl initiative before. How does kind of uh, you know, Pantone is the color authority. They ensure that all colors across the globe are unified. So how the heck would a brand like that authentically um, and authoritatively engage in something like the Super Bowl? So our twist on that was color commentary and and actually looking at the entire experience through the lens of color, which turned out to be something that people were kind of interested in seeing and enabled a lot of people who maybe weren't into the sports of the event to kind of find something else to think about and you know, that was we had to react in, in, in real time, especially I think one of the kind of standout moments for us last night was in the third or fourth quarter when the Chiefs finally scored that last touchdown and there was the replay on the pylon on the end zone and we tweeted out, hey, reminder that it that the ball only has to cross the the uh, pl- cut the plane of the goal, and we got a lot of like, "Hey, no, we, it, there's no way." So we can get, you know, and and all around this kind of color of what that pylon was. So for us, it was a really fun night, and I think again, um, keeping us thinking about at huge about how we work with our brands and our partners, our clients, to make sure they're breaking through and and connecting in the best way that they can with their uh, with consumers. Yeah, and and you weren't trying to be so off brand because clearly you're talking about what Pantone knows, which is color. So you can do as much preparation as you can with the color swatches, if that's how you call them, right, ahead of time, um, knowing that, you know, it's going to be a red-on-red game. Um, And then during the halftime show, um, Shakira also wore red. I don't know what kind of red it was. Yeah, there was a lot of red in the game. (laughs) Actually, um, a shout-out to our CEO, uh, gratuitous shout-out, who who was listening to a po- a podcast actually a sports podcast who kind of mentioned that this was going to be the first time that the two teams shared a primary color and that got our wheels turning and from there we we started working with our partner Pantone and batched probably a hundred different ready to go tweets but in real time we had to make uh, kind of things on the fly but you did see a lot of red in the game and it it kind of was like a very color-centric Super Bowl, which, you know, opened the door for the brand and made it an authentic moment for them. Yeah. And, you know, all of us had to really be on our feet. Um, It's live environment. I'm really surprised that we have enough kind of energy this morning. Um, What were some of the other memorable moments for you from a Super Bowl ad standpoint? What kind of stood out? Yeah. The uh, Hyundai Sonata ad with the SmartPak, I'd been seeing that ad on three different platforms for the week leading up to the Super Bowl and then to come in and see a Super Bowl ad and be like, I've seen this three times. Like, this is not new and I was able to be an evangelist in the room and say, I think this is a great ad, Mm -hmm. was a really smart play. Yeah, and and you keep, you almost say it with the Boston way. I know, I was like, are you English? Are you Bostonian? Smart park. (laughs) You know, I I think um, it was a very crowded night mm-hmm. and i would question honestly if you walked up to a normal person um if they what they remember from last night i think we saw a lot of celebrities we saw a lot of movie references i mean who you know it's kind of like who's who and what what brand was with what um again i think there's something for us to really think about is is uh how we think about how we craft these narratives and and and, and get the attention uh, and break through in that moment. And for me, I think the standout last evening was the um, Jeep spot. Uh, you know, 
it we I think this morning I saw a tweet that said it was film they had filmed it like maybe a week or two ago. It was still in oh, the wow. edit. They recognized that yesterday was Groundhog Day. They you know having been on the other side of that, having you know Super Bowl spots under my belt, having some die in the last minute because we couldn't get talent. I you know a real shout out to the team there and to the client because. They went all in on on uh, Bill Murray and Groundhog Day, and what if they didn't get it? But they did. They put it together. They respected the spot. They got all the actors, and that was a. That, I think people will remember that spot, and that's going to provide a lot of uh, creative fodder as the week goes on for them. I, that that for me was a, the standout spot. Yeah, and it really leaned on nostalgia. Um, Bill Murray had told one of our reporters that you know this is probably the first and last Super Bowl ad appearance I'll ever do. We'll see about but, that. Yeah, yeah, we'll see about that because he did so. <laughs> well and um, that orange jeep like who doesn't want that now Um, and it also made a great play for those who weren't familiar with the movie so I think that kind of transcends generations and um, if it's just funny it's just funny and great and entertaining and um, you know educational sometimes so yeah well it Uh, it was interesting too because I think Bill Murray was one of the uh, actors, one of the celebrities in the spots last night that probably spoke to a lot of different demographics. I think probably there were some people watching, kind of scratching their heads, asking who were some of those celebrities. Um, and, you know, that was one that was just really well played. And once again, we had a color story in it, right? Jeep engaged with us with Pantone and uh, actually retweeted at us and said, hey, we love the, that was a gladiator, the name of the Jeep, you know, shameless plug for them. And we kind of retweeted back at them the Pantone color for shade for the Jeep. So um, they were just on their game all night long and uh, really, really, I think it's going to pay off for them. Yeah. And um, speaking of color and celebrities, Sabra had 19, I believe, celebrities yeah. or reality stars in one ad that those created immediately at least 19 gifable moments, right? What was the the big um, gift-worthy ad from last night? I mean, there was... I think with the right lens, a lot of those celeb-driven uh, ads will be highly giveable, right? Like if you're thinking about Giphy, for example, you're you're searching, you're looking for something that you want to share, and a celeb's face is an immediate draw, right? So like the Squarespace Winona ad, though while not particularly overtly about Squarespace, it's a really good creative that people are going to be hyped on. Yeah, yeah. I just see the image of her lying in the snow, pondering life and how to make websites and take photos. Um, So I want to thank both of you for being with us. We have Cam Smith from Giphy and Jason Masante from Huge. Thank you both for coming in today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan.